Welcome back to Three Black Docs with Dr. Tiffany, Dr. Karen, and Dr. Zanetta. We are back. We are back. We are back. Three Black Docs. We're back. There was a short hiatus. Where y'all been? What's going on? It was not short. It wasn't short. Okay, you ready? You ready? Here's you ready? It's been a long oh. time. I shouldn't have left you without a strong rhyme to step to. Wow. <laughs> Think of all, all the week shows you slept through. Time's up. <laughs> Sorry, I kept you. Ah. Do you know she probably been waiting all day to do that, Z? Oh, I've been waiting for years. I've been waiting for years for that moment for Eric B and Rakim. So, so Doug, when she texted us that she had a rap, I was concerned. I was concerned. Don't you think it fits the occasion? Oh my goodness. <sighs> and sure. That's been on my mind since we said we were gonna record again. I was like, I know, I know what song fits the bill here. Oh my goodness. Well, All the old school heads will appreciate it. Well, look, y'all, yay, we're back. Yay. 3BD in the house. It has indeed been too long, but. Where y'all been? Mm. What's going on? What's going on? I don't know where to start. Where did we, where, <laughs> when's the last What's time we on? talked? Did we all, had we all transitioned? We had all transitioned to new jobs. Yes. Okay. What else has happened in the past three months? We were on an unintended hiatus when outside opened up and we went outside yeah that's you know what that's it we went outside we went outside no we just went outside that's, we went outside mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah and all heck broke loose. so this is a so but thank you to the folks who reached out to us to ask what happened and where we were and if we were coming mm-hmm. back we appreciate and so it so we came back inside to talk to y'all which is a great segue <laughs> We came back inside, y'all. Into we are um, back we're gonna have to talk about it. So, so the other two ladies don't want to talk about it. What are we drinking tonight? Okay, wait, wait. Before we get there, uh, we about to get it. We about to go there. Can we talk? Uh, what is it with y'all in the singing? We are not going to do the entire episode in For song. That's what we're not going to do. Okay. Um, but I'm just looking back on our website. The last time we recorded, last time we posted a new podcast was in May, beginning of May. That's horrible, y'all. We just left folk out there swinging. So we got to get this thing done. And so we're not going to do that again, right? We're going to make sure at least we give them some content. No. Well, but you know what? Here's the interesting thing. Because when, when we were in COVID, we would have discussions. Like, I think a couple of times we talked about how some of it was like, you know, some of the COVID break, if you will, from being outside was a little bit um, the pace of life being slower was different and in some ways nice. Uh, And we wondered how it was going to be once this was kind of over with and if we were just going to go back to like the hyper go, go, go. And uh, it looks like that's what has happened. Just overall, it looks like once restrictions came off, it was like everybody was making up for the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. Okay. You're right. Yeah. But that's, that's it. So um, we are back and, but it's just fascinating because I'm looking back at some of the last episodes. We did one about alopecia in April. Remember that? Oh yeah. We alopecia. talked about alopecia. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And then yes. um, the the one that mm-hmm. the last one that we recorded was when Zanetta, you one of your patients had, had asked that they were going to die oh, uh, that yeah. night. Wow, that's deep. That was that was yeah, that really was great. So I just want to encourage folks mm-hmm. to go back and and check those out because we did do one on Slapgate too. But you know, in that that was around that time. Oh my goodness! But it, it seems wa- wild to think that almost a year has passed since then. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to give Zanetta an in for what for what Karen and I don't. Oh want yeah, to talk about. let's do it. No, um, I don't want to talk about in that. the Wait, 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 wait. Because I'm not giving you just a total okay. pass okay. here. But what I was going to say is, while we're talking about getting back on screening and you know considering vaccinations and and just getting back on your health in general. While we were on hiatus, there was this trend on Instagram. Did y'all see this? It's like the top five things I would never do as a, or maybe it was three. I don't know. But doctors were getting on Instagram and they were like, these are the top five things I would never do as a neurosurgeon or an orthopedic surgeon or something. And it was. I didn't see that. You know, just things you wouldn't do. For example, for me, I was like, what would I say as an oncologist or like. I don't know, the top three or five things I wouldn't do. And the first thing that came to mind was smoke. Um, And then the second thing that came to mind was miss a screening, (laughs) Um, if I could help it. And, you know, those were like the top two off the top of my head. And and I think I know what one of Zanetta's would be of a a top thing you wouldn't do as an oncologist. which also kind of feeds into the article you're dying to discuss. So I don't know if it would be a top thing I wouldn't do, but thank you. But 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 because I've seen the wine glass, <laughs> I just got to say, I've seen the wine glass, huh? So it is also dry January, and there was where's an de- article that came. Where's my delete button? Delete. There, delete. don't uh, you can't delete me because we're talking about cancer prevention. Right. So so what caught my eye was that, you know, there have been a lot of news stories about the use of alcohol and the adverse things related to alcohol. Tiffany, I don't like So what do you know? Alcohol consumption is the leading preventable cause of death in these United States. Okay, and people ages 20 to 64. Even more so than tobacco? The leading... Hey, look, this is Gemma saying it. The leading cause of preventable death in people aged 20 to 64 per Gemma... I don't know, when was this? It was last year or something. Okay? So, so, you know, I get asked all the time, especially in clinic, because we know that alcohol increases the, the, the rates of certain cancers, including head and neck cancer, esophageal cancer, liver cancer, and breast cancer. Okay? Karen? <clears throat> I'm trying to look up your facts because I think your facts are wrong. But oh. so no no oh, yes. oh are they I think are they no no I, I think alcohol is a leading cause now and we got we can talk about that because it's it's not just 
you know, it's not people just dying because they've had it's, an it's alcohol It's a leading binge. cause. It's, it may not be the leading okay, cause. Okay, thank you. I was going to say, because I think it's tobacco. But yes, it is a leading cause. Yes. Okay. Now, when you are advising people on alcohol use, right, how much is too much? According to Canada, they say you shouldn't drink. The American Cancer Society, do, did y'all know the American Cancer Society does not recommend that people drink? I did not know that until really? this afternoon. The whole American Cancer Society. But they also say, we know you're going to drink anyway, and you shouldn't drink more than a certain amount. Do you all know what amount that For is? For a woman, it's one drink per day. And for men, I think it's two. Exactly. I was going to say, what's, what's a Correct. drink? Correct. But what is a drink? Five ounces of wine. Why do I know what this? What is a drink? lifestyle medicine. <laughs> like this. Right, true, 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 true. Yes, yes. Wine is like five ounces. Beer, I think, is uh, what is beer like twelve or one one ounce of Correct. Uh, alcohol. Correct. One point five of, of yeah. kind of your harder liquors. Okay, so when we think about five that's ounces, that's less than a cup. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. in these big wine yeah, glasses. For sure. For sure. Right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking about five ounces a day is considered one drink. And that women should not drink more than one drink per day. And also, you can't, like, make up. Correct. Your drinks. For example, if you don't drink Monday to Friday, it's not like you store up those five drinks. You know what I'm saying? You should not also, like, if I think it's, like more than four drinks a day as a binge. You're right. Look at you. You better go with your alcohol. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Four or more drinks on a single occasion of these five ounces yeah. in women is a binge. And you know, I know, I, so we're, we're being tongue in cheek and, and right. I, I imagine if you're hearing us, you've listened to us before and you kind of know that Janetta doesn't drink. So this is why she is, you know, taking some. her victory lap. She, yeah. she well, doesn't well, drink. Um, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, just not. This is like, yeah, I mean, every now and again, but, you know, it's like a very special occasion. Right. And, you know, to my fellow teetotalers out there. Yes. You know, I was talking <laughs> with someone. Yes. We are frequently judged yes. in social settings. Yes. Yes. We, we, we are actually fairly harshly judged in social settings. So usually it's, why did you order that? I don't trust people who don't drink. Why you don't drink? You know, th those are common conversations. So what a lot of us have started doing, fortunately, a lot of restaurants, um, because there are more people who are sober curious, there are now fancier mocktails that one can order. Mm-hmm you know, in, in different yeah. drinks. But the only thing that I ask of my, my, my fellow non-teetotalers, <laughs> don't she's judge saying, us. She's, she's not talking to you. I don't yeah. judge Wait, you. It, I mean, you know, I'm not serious. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about society in general. I'm saying society no, in no, general. No. So we're making light of it, but, but this is an important topic. But yeah. But, 
for a couple of reasons. But let me just say this, Annetta, you're right. I've had conversations with other friends of mine who also don't drink. And, you know, surprisingly, I've been told that, like, certain people don't invite them out, for right. example. I, that that I find that odd because even though I do enjoy wine and cocktails and it's not like I'm drinking every time I go out. So it was just weird to me that you wouldn't get invited just because you're not going to have a drink. So, I mean, I've heard people not get invited if, if they may have, if they're sober, meaning they had been an alcoholic before and their friends don't want to put them in that situation, but it seems odd. I mean, you and I hang out with Zanetta all the time and, and yeah, we might give her a little hard time, you know, joking around, but you know, it's not like we're not going to hang out with her. Right. So I, I find that pretty interesting that happens but but let me just play the devil's advocate (laughs) again I I do think we're we're doing this tongue-in-cheek but one of the things I think is really important um, is to understand what risks your your risk factors are and how do you reduce risk for cancer and other diseases I think that's the primary thing but it was interesting there was an article in the British British medical journal that said everything causes cancer (laughs) so did you see that well I think I think it's all about moderation. I, I, that's it's true. It does. How Everything. much is too much. So I think it's really important to know that while, yes, this is a little tongue yeah. in cheek, it's important mm-hmm. to know that you can have just about anything in moderation, right? Um, we know, for instance, that food is good for you. You need food to, to, to you know, fuel your body, et cetera. But too much food can be harmful, right? It's the same thing with, with alcohol. And look, I just have to say, Jesus made wine. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> there you go. It was actually his first miracle. It, it, um, was, his, it was his first miracle. <laughs> and true enough, there were barrels of it. But do we know the percent alcohol per volume? Do we know that? Was that in the Holy Scriptures? Karen is right in that I think the way you should approach lifestyle is it's not to really rob you of things that you enjoy but it is just to know to know what the risks are and then to decide for yourself how you want to live like for example I always give Karen a hard time about bacon Mm. and red meat I haven't had red meat in years but it just so happens that I don't like it that much never did so for me when I read and learned about the risk of eating red meat, right, and the cancer risk, it was an easy call for me to give it up because I just don't like it that much. Wine, I won't give up, but I don't smoke, I don't eat red meat, and I'm going to enjoy my wine knowing Mm -hmm. my entire risk profile and taking all of my factors into account. Might that change, you know, if I had a cancer Mm -hmm. diagnosis? Maybe. But you have to kind of think about your life, you know, what, Mm -hmm. what is important to you, what you enjoy and what, what your health risk factors are. I think the other thing though, that I really don't like that I've seen uh, rising in the last few years is this whole mommy culture and like mommy juice and tell me about that more. I I'm missing something. Mommies need this to get through the day. I've never liked that culture. Yeah, so, okay, so, you know, there's been a rise in, like, functioning alcoholism in women. Right. And there's this whole culture around how mommy makes it through the day. Oh, wine is the mommy juice. Oh, fascinating. No, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like a a play date in wine. I've never been a fan of that. Mm -hmm. 
because I I also feel like that's a slippery slope. And when you're mm-hmm. dealing with stress of raising kids and all of us are moms, and so we know what that's like, you know, it really, again, is thinking about your whole life yeah. and thinking about your outlets and how you're going to deal with stress. And in articles that I've read, yeah, it, it is a slippery slope, right? And so I've never really been a fan of that. And so I don't want to mm-hmm. make light of the whole issue across the board, but I think it is just um, paying attention to you and your life. That's a really good point, right? In terms of what, what I didn't know about the mommy juice thing, but it makes sense, right? How people cope with stress. And I'm sure, again, I'm going to keep going back to COVID because we're just kind of coming out of it. There are a lot of people who the, mm-hmm. the stress of that whole right. experience led them to maybe drink more. They were at home more, you know, they were working from home. So they may have had, you know, in their cup and even, you know, joking about having it in their coffee cup and, and drinking it. Um, but it, it is a very slippery slope, particularly for those who may have more addictive personalities. And so understanding that oftentimes that's how some addictions start is by utilizing mm-hmm things as coping instead of actually dealing with the emotions, et cetera. So, and it could be food. Again, food can become addictive. It can be cigarettes. It could be other drugs. So part of it is how are you utilizing the substances that you're bringing into your body? And it doesn't even have to be substances you're bringing into your body. It could be activities. It could be, you know, high risk sexual behaviors or other things like that, that people kind of utilize as coping mechanisms that can unfortunately put them in danger. Um, and put their health and well-being in danger. So I love what you're saying, Tiffany. It's really about how are we going to think mm-hmm. differently about how we cope with things in our lives um, so that we can make sure that we're doing things to Im- improve our health and well-being right. and not just kind of suppressing or drowning things out or uh, or not dealing. Right, right. And And I think the other important thing is just knowing – I didn't know what a drink was. Yeah. Like what is, what is one serving of a drink mean? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I know, you know what a drink you is. Know. I was like, girl, you know what a drink is, but I know what you're saying. So part of it again is that awareness piece to your point is what, how do you, how do you measure um, that? Yeah. No, right. that's good. That's, that's all good stuff. Right. Mm, mm. See, yeah, I don't know. look at that. I, I still, look at that. We made it through. So are there any other things you guys want to add to the list of things you wouldn't do as an oncologist? We have smoking and skipping screenings. Plus mine is <laughs> drinking for Zanetta. Anything come come to mind? Um, I, you know, I don't know if drinking, if that would be on my list or not, actually. What would I not do? I can't say anything because do, I do all the things. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I wouldn't smoke. I would not smoke. That's definitely. No, yeah, I don't know what I wouldn't do. Tiffany, give me your three again. I would not smoke. Right, that's I a said given. Smoke. Skip. Yeah, screenings. no, I try not to skip, skip screenings. Yeah. Yeah. Like skip, you know, a mammogram or a colonoscopy or any of those things. You know, I was so dang excited about my colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. We did a we mm-hmm. did a show about it, Karen. When you had your, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I said smoking, skip screenings, and I wouldn't, uh, wait, I had another, oh, well, 
I wouldn't skip physical activity, but you nope. know, that's a me thing. Just the smoking one. As well. You know, because you know I love bacon, so I'm eating my bacon. <laughs> I like to have a beverage. I'm having a dope beverage. Yeah, I don't really have too many You can eat bacon do's, in moderation. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because you're talking about risk, cancer yeah, risk, right? Mind. That's what... You know, yeah. But it's it's fascinating. I remember being in the hospital and I'm watching cardiologists smoke. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. you know, how many of we've seen that, we've seen pathologists and I'm like, but you know what <laughs> what happens when mm-hmm. you do this stuff. So Oh, you know what? I I, I have it because I, things actually I talk about this in clinics. Well, smoking is one. Um prolonged use of hormone replacement therapy. Okay, do you want to expound upon that? Oh, interesting. For the people. Yeah. I, I want to expound on it because for the people, so so basically estrogen replacement therapy, as you're going through menopause, you know, menopausal symptoms are real. And just like pregnancy mm-hmm. symptoms can be worse for some, menopause symptoms can be terrible for some. And, um, you know, we know that what we call exogenous estrogen use, basically putting estrogen in your body, primarily in terms, I'm I'm thinking in terms of patches and pills. I'm not talking about the vaginal creams, okay? Um, For a prolonged period of time, especially after a certain age, can increase the risk of um, of breast cancer. And I'm seeing more people than I should who are sometimes in their 70s still on still on estrogen replacement therapy and no one has ever told them to get off. They've never tried to wean off. And, and I don't well, know when this started. A lot of the data for the impact of hormone replacement therapy came out with the heart study though, right? Was that, was that that? Boy, man, time flies. Time flies. That was in the 90s. That's over 20 years, 30 years ago. It's not new. That was the nurses. Yeah. Th- yeah. And, and so it's not like it's, but, but, but there's a new push. Yes, because let me tell you, when you don't have that estrogen pumping through you, mm, it's something else. Take it from me. <laughs> right, and, 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 and that's why, like as you were saying, in yeah. moderation, yeah. right? So right. there's, see, sometimes you need to jump in, cool. and, but the goal cool. is to get off. Yeah, that's well, all, cool, ladies. Well, you guys, how does it feel to be back in the saddle? I'm hoping, mm, nope, nope, I gotta go, but. I can't wait. That's what? that's what the teaser. Wait, wait, wait a second. I can't wait to show y'all my book. What you uh? My book is coming out. What you mean you have a book coming out? A book about what? How are you writing a whole book and we ain't know about it? Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you. Wait. I can't tell you. Then I then I have to kill you. Wait. What do we ta- wait? About what? Yep. What you mean you can't tell us? <laughs> Hold on. Now we're right. ready. No. Next messaging. It's almost done. Time. And talking, although not recorded for the podcast, you didn't say anything about a book. What? Why not? Uh-uh, we can't transition to to the end because Tiffany and I, we still got our eyes, our eyes still bucked, mouth still open, and you up there what trying the to transition. Know is we still have a chat text group text. <laughs> that is quite active. Right. And the, uh, the issue of this book has not N- nary a time. Inter- look. Nary. Nor the nor the phone call. I, you know I what? I saw her in person. I, I saw look. you in person like two months ago. I think I did mention it. 
<laughs> no, you, yeah, no, you no, didn't. Yeah, now, you know, if there was something with the book, as much as your friend likes to read, it would have come up. Stop it. Fired. It's going to be a surprise. Surprise. Like what you hear? Make sure you rate and subscribe. Three Black Docs is available wherever you get your podcasts. Three Black Docs is not intended as medical advice. All opinions are our own. Three Black Docs is produced by Winx Productions. <laughs>